Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 20 of 20, 20 big ones already. And Stuby, we're at 20 big ones. I'll be 21 next time. I'm 20, right? I'm the same age as this right now, and I'll be the same age as the podcast for the next one, too. Wow, you're cool. I'm 20, I'm 20 as well. It, It just won't match up with you like that. Yeah, but so yeah, how how was your week, Stoof? It was all right. Um, heart, heart, this the heartbreaker last week, last Saturday against Baylor for Iowa State. Um, Pacers are all right. Uh, school's going all right. Birthday's coming up. It's gonna be a good month. Yeah, and we're on our twentieth episode. Like, 20th come episode. on, this is a W. All right, well, we're gonna get started. We're gonna be talking about college football. For the first time, it's been a long time since the national championship. But I feel like this is big that needs to be talked about. The Big Ten and the SEC is forming an advisory group as conferences bond titans. Basically, what this is, to summarize it, the Big Ten and the SEC does not like the way college football is going in the future. The NCAA has, they've had no interest in trying to fix what's wrong with NIL or anything like that. And they just punish teams out of the blue randomly, and I I personally think it's time for the NCAA to end. If they if they're not showing no cooperation with anything, even going back to the Tez Walker situation, just uh, inco- Tez, Tez Walker went to UNC, right? Yeah, and then remember he had to sit out half the year. Yeah, that's it's just incompetence. They it's the Wild West, and they are not fixing it. I think this is the a good move from the Big Ten and SEC. They're gonna. Try to fix the sport of college football, whether it means splitting from the NCAA in general or informing their own. But, Sue, what's your reaction to this? Dude, I just want to watch football. I don't care, like, what happens. And I just want – What do you think about the NCAA? Um, do you – okay. Get rid of N- NIL? I don't think you get rid of it. I think, I think, you, you, have, I think you have to put something like – I don't know how you do it, but – I, you can't put a salary cap, but I think you should put a limit on what teams should be able to spend for their players. Yeah, I just don't like that. Like, it's becoming more like the NFL than anything right now. Um, yeah, and part of that was uh, – I think the Boston College head coach said it perfectly, and uh, Rick Pitino, who coaches at uh, St. John's, put, put it perfectly. It's just like you almost have to, like – you're not, like – it's like, what are you willing to spend on a player? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think this all stems back to uh, just that when they first introduced NIL, instead of saying, "Yeah, we're gonna introduce it," but let's let's before we introduce it, let's add some tweaks. Let's look at it, create some rules. They just threw it out there, and this is this is what happened. This is the result of that. I just feel like you know the state of college football will continue to get worse. Uh, the longer this happens, because like in my opinion, it just it's ruining college basketball or like college in general. Um, a per, like, um, like players who are, you know, they're getting bought from school. You know what I mean? It's unfair to the lower like power five teams. Um, you know, yes, um, you know, you get better players if you you know give them more money, but like. You gotta look at it like from the perspective of, uh, like how does this like it's affecting development first of all. Yeah. For uh, for players, look a great example is Tyrese Hunter. Um, he 
and you could probably agree to this too. Like yes. he was, he was like really good uh, when he was a freshman at Iowa State. He was getting you know looked at by NBA scouts as a projected uh, second round pick. And you know if he would have had a same type of season his sophomore year, he probably would have gotten in the first round. Um, yeah. But he decided to transfer to Texas for the money. Which I mean, based on I his think story, this whole NIL situation just proves the point. Of the saying, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Well, a hundred percent. Like you're, you're looking at there's a there was a perfect example. There was a a guy who transferred to Villanova for basketball. Yeah. I forgot where he went to college first, uh, prior to Villanova, but he's averaging like nothing now. Yeah, and like I I, I saw something. It's just like it's almost better to transfer down than take the money, and you know, not compete in the best conferences in the world. Like I understand it for like for players in football that you don't have a shot in the NFL and you just want to get money like right now. So you can Mm -hmm. have something when you get out of college, but like players, like I don't want to throw Caleb Williams out here, but it's going to sound like I'm biased, but Caleb Williams, what it, I mean, honestly, he would have had a better college career if he stayed at Oklahoma with Brent Venables. Yeah, obviously, but like you know, he followed the coach and like the money. You know, he has that that West Coast money. Yeah. Um, driving driving around a nice car, he's mm-hmm. flexing on his Instagram story, and mm-hmm. and look and look what it's doing. It's turning. And a great example, Caleb Williams is turning into a diva because he does not want to play for the Chicago Bears, and he's going to pull Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my, what what's uh, John Elway? And just, I, I feel like it's going to work for him, but. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, like, uh, they could trade down to two and still draft Drake May. But yeah. I mean, we'll get into we'll get into that maybe next yeah, week. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, we're going to be doing a uh, mock draft next week. Yeah, mock draft. But like I was saying, it's just like, like, when is it enough? Like, players, it's, it's crazy because. Like colleges, like they can determine whether you go to the league. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and I, I a think great the exa- whole... a great example is like women's college basketball. They're getting paid more in like while well, at college than they would when they're playing professionally. Like <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin Clark, Clark <laughs> Caitlin Clark can probably make like more than like ninety percent of the WNBA rosters. But honestly, is she back. better than ninety nine percent of the WNBA right now? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could she... argue a couple players, but like you gotta admit, like she's a baller. She's she is the only women's basketball player I've ever been drawn to watch. Shout out Cyclone Larry for being the biggest hater of Caitlin Clark. But I think this I think the way you fix college basketball you just you just t- put put in back players can declare straight out of high school. Well, and that, like the th- the thing is, it's not me- nearly as bad in basketball. Like yeah, there are still football is a lot worse. Yeah, like you're seeing uh like the you know not so like you know you're seeing five star players go to teams other than Kentucky and Duke and all that. I think like for basketball is I think in my opinion it has made basketball better because. Yeah. Like these blue it's more unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Yeah. Well, and like you're seeing like the Big Twelve for example, like it's the best it's, conference it's in the fuck. league. And that's a that's probably it's probably the best conference like stack stacked wise of all time. Yeah, a hundred percent. And um 
you know, a part of that I think is because NIL um, teams are like players are going to different schools because you know they want to make certain money. Yeah, and t- like they're not drawn to blue bloods. You know what I mean? Like before NIL, players were drawn to like the the history of the team. Yeah, and all of that, the name of the team. But now it's, it's different. Like yeah. you look at teams like Duke. Duke isn't as good this year. You know what I mean? No. Um, North Carolina just lost last night to Clemson. Clemson Clemson's yeah. all right though. Um, yeah, but that's a Clemson. What has Clemson done in basketball the last? Yeah, Kentucky. You know they're not as like we're not we're not seeing like we were seeing when yes. we were kids. I think you know NIL I mean? has had a good impact on basketball, but yes. it also has a really really poor impact on college football. Oh, hundred percent. Ultimately, yeah. this all stems back to it stems back to the NCA. Yeah. If they if instead of just like the transfer portal you got a couple years to develop rules that everybody agreed with, mm-hmm. then or you just never got rid of the one you have to sit out one year. I yeah, I, I personally think they never should have gotten rid of that rule. I I agree. Well, especially for like these players that are have transferred to like four or five different schools, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and then a great example of this is the uh Farwardis, the former Texas tech guy. Yeah, um, oh. he he played at California, Texas Tech, Utah Valley, uh, and like two other two three other schools. Yeah, it's like it's crazy that this is allowed because like you should like you should only be able to to tra- transfer. I said transfer because like I think this is it's different for injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're like injured or your coach leaves, that that, yeah. that should be the only two. Yeah. Reasons you should transfer. Like, if yeah. you're a freshman not getting playing time, of course you're not going to get playing time as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, like, you know, a top. Yeah, unless you're a five-star or high four. High four unless, unless you're Omaha below. <laughs> well, we're talking about college football, I thought. but Yeah. Uh, but it's just, like, they're not waiting. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I just, you look, I at, just, you look at, like, perfect examples of, like, waiting – and being great, like Tim Tebow, you know what I mean? Like he didn't yeah. start playing till he was a sophomore, junior. Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, sat behind Tennessee. Well, Tim, Tim Tebow is not a great example because what he did in the NFL. Yeah, but like I'm saying, college football wise, he, you know, one of the best college football players yeah. of all time. Yeah. But like Peyton Manning, a perfect example. He sat behind the starter for a year. He redshirted a year, and look at him. He's top three greatest quarterbacks of all time. Um, that it's. In my opinion, NIL has ruined college football. College football, I'd say. College football has ruined, been ruined by NIL. But I, and that's that's on the NCA, and there is nobody else to blame. This is why, mm-hmm. this is why there's going to be a potential split between all power con the power. I don't know what they're calling it now, the power four, and the it's NCA. Weird, dude, I just or I, what, or what I think they should do. I think they should personally just cut cut it in half. Power four. Then leave off everybody down below. Just make another new division where you'll have your best. Yeah, but then what are you going to do for FCS and NAL? It'll just make it. It'll just make a new division. So like the power, the power teams can't play. For example, like the power four teams can't play FCS teams in their non conferences anymore. Yeah, it's just it's just weird, dude. I hate to say it, but like we, I think we grew up in like the peak college football time. Oh yeah, two thousand. Like 2007, I'd say mm-hmm. that no, because the, the starting 2000 to 2010, I'll say 10, mm-hmm. because that when Nebraska left, that's when this started to 
Yeah, like the last good, like the last good year, I think was the Auburn Florida State College Football. That was that was the last BCS. Yeah, twenty thirteen. But you know what? Soon in in a year, no, probably. It's just it makes me sad because the college football that like we grew up watching and loving, it's just. It's and I and I personally think if the Big Ten and the SEC really do, does merge with their ads, and I think it'll be fixed. Uh, yeah, it's just because they want they what basically what's being proposed is they would ban they would like. Players won't get suspended for marijuana anymore because that's mm-hmm. still that's still a rule in college football. Marijuana, if you pass fail a marijuana test, you're suspended for however set amount of games NCAA determines. Yeah. Then I think you're gonna have NIL more regulations with NIL, which needs to happen. Mm-hmm. So you don't have teams like with Missouri going and offering Oklahoma's best offensive lineman five times what what is a fair offer for him. And mm-hmm. Well, and like another example of that, remember Nigel Peck? Yeah, Nigel Peck. Yeah, yeah, he got um, bought yeah. from. You know, they, they paid him. I think I I remember sending it to you. I was looking at the our uh, like texting and stuff, and I think it said like six hundred k, and he got a car. Yeah, like it's just outrageous, and I think. There needs to be regulation with transfer portal with all this because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be losing eighty percent of your roster every single. Like, give an example for Oklahoma basketball; mm-hmm. they have lost eighty percent of their roster the last the last three seasons under Porter Mosher. He's had to build a new core every single year, and that's yeah. not fair to a coach to have to do that. Mm-hmm. And like for like football, it's just like the only way like college only way uh, like. You know, lower power five teams keep their players or good players as if, you know, yeah, money they're really loyal or and they're just buying them back. It's 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 so unfortunate because, yeah, like even like Josh Pay, a, a college football thing, there is you've seen multiple examples of this already. There is head coaches that are just sick and tired of it at college football and it's going to the NFL. Yeah, well, the Boston College, Boston College. Boston College head coach did it to go become a defensive coordinator for the Packers, right? Yeah. And then and then now you're having rumors of Chip Kelly at UCLA. That's a major school. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a team that's a school in Yeah, power two school. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go become the offensive coordinator of the Seahawks. It's just not a good look for college football, but we might as well get moved on from well, this negative. I'm like, well, yeah. they did it to themselves, BT. Like Yeah. The NCAA did it to themselves. Not much. They could have stopped. Do. They could have stopped everything with conference realignment with all this, but they mm-hmm. chose not to, and it'll eventually come back to backfire. But this will move us on to NFL and last football game <laughs> of the 2023-2024 season. It'll be the the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, originally predicted by me, and then NF and the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Stuvy, the 49ers are slight favorites here with what looks like one and a half, so it really doesn't matter either way you bet. You're just betting for whoever you think's going to win. Um, Stuvy, who do you think's going to win this game? All right, first of all, I, I kind of just want to like say, like, what the hell are these questions that they are getting asked? <laughs> the Lee Harvey Oswald one is funny. <laughs> Dude, like that and... Uh... Rock Purdy did not know who Lee Harvey Oswald was. <laughs> no. Well, that and, like, someone asked Pat Mahomes to do the perfect Kermit the Frog expression. And he's like, I'm talking, aren't I? I'm like, like what are these questions? Like, 
Yeah, I get, and, I get you gotta have and then, some, and then some the, time, and then but like Patrick Mahomes' dad. Yeah, <laughs> like Just, dude, not a good look. It's okay. Patrick Mahomes sacrificed. He's gonna get his third Super Bowl because his dad got his third DWI. Also, uh, one of the Chiefs defensive linemen's mom passed away too. Oh. So. I think why like do you, why'd you just make a negative note? Well, because like you just said that they're gonna have something to play. For, like Mahomes have some. Have uh, that, was a, that was a that was a joke. Oh that well, was. this is this is like real. So, uh, <laughs> um, Las Vegas. I guarantee you, you're gonna see a report on the news about something happening. It's Las yeah. Vegas, and it won't, and it ultimately won't stay in Vegas. I don't think. So my thoughts on this game, okay? It's gonna be a very. Will it be it? Will okay. Do you see it going in a similar manner of the twenty twenty Super Bowl? I could see it being like that, where the 49ers um, blow a lead. Dude, it's just. I just really want the Niners to win. Here's the difference. I think this is basically the same core of the Niners team, but you have a better quarterback, obviously. Uh, no, there's some younger players. I mean, they didn't have Ayuk. Yeah. Um, they didn't I think have, they did have Ayuk. They didn't have McCaffrey. Well, yeah. Well, like had... I said, this is the similar matchup here. Yeah. and like, Chiefs, Chiefs have a better defense than what they had in 2020. 100%. Um, so, but their offense isn't nearly as good. Yeah. And that's um, why I think a player. I'm just comparing this to the 2020 Super Bowl. The Chiefs don't have a really a playmaker at wide receiver like they did with Tyree Kill the first time they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I think it's just gonna be. T- I think this is gonna be a really good game. I do I th- too. Um, I think this will be kind of like last year's. That it goes down to the final two minutes. Hopefully, the refs can stay out of it this time. Mm-hmm. No, uh, I think. I'm gonna be honest. This game all depends on one player, Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um. I was talking to Jarrell. Shout out Jarrell, um, host of the Real Fresh podcast. They're getting uh set back up soon, so go check them out. Um, Brock Purdy just if this game relies on him, um, I think if he plays, you know. Like he's capable of playing, and he plays smart and safe football, and uh, he plays like he did in the second half against Detroit last week, and like he's been playing all season. I think the Niners can win this. Um, but the problem is, typically, I'm gonna, I'm, I know it's when the 49ers play against a good defense, especially this year, what has happened to them? I mean, they've been flustered, but you have to look. Um, the Chiefs, they- yes, have been a good defense. But they also have lost to some pretty bad teams. Yes. And they've lost. They got, I think, 30-something points put on them by the Lions week one. Yeah, and, that's, that's week one, though. Yeah. But I just, I this like I said, this game relies on Brock. I th- yeah, I think this game is going to be eerily similar to last year where it just completely goes down to yeah. potentially the last drive. Mm-hmm. And – I, as an Iowa State fan and huge Brock Purdy fan, you know, he changed our program at Iowa State. Um, I want them to win so bad, but I ultimately think the Chiefs are set up perfectly to win this game. Yeah. I just. Because you know what you're getting out of everyone, right? Yeah. You know what you're going to get out of Mahomes. Mahomes in the Super Bowl is something mm-hmm. else. And you don't know what you're going to get out of Brock Purdy, especially this is the biggest game of his life. Yeah. 
like you know, I was telling Jarrell, I, 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 getting back to what I was saying about Jarrell, I told him I was like, this is gonna be the biggest game of his life. And I just feel like he's. Gonna, it's also. It's he's also, gonna be flustered and he's gonna fold under pressure. Yeah, it's and also like, gonna be like the I big. said. Like I said, I I would love, absolutely love the 49ers doing this. But I just ultimately think that Brock Purdy, I just I think he's gonna have a bad game. I think he's gonna have a bad game and which sucks. And I think the Chiefs are gonna win this. <laughs> um and this hurts me saying, Hey, you wanna go to the Super Bowl? The tickets are as low as five thousand dollars. Jesus, shout shout out. Uh, uh, well, uh, and if it if it matters, I think the 49ers will have more fans there. If I, that could matter at some events, obviously they're one state away. But I, it's the biggest game of Brock Purdy's career. Mm-hmm. Biggest game of Christian McCaffrey's career. He hasn't played a game like this mm-hmm. ever, so probably since the Rose Bowl against Iowa in 2017. Or the NFC Championship last year, yeah. But, I mean, nothing compares. Just to play devil's advocate, I'll go with the 49ers. So so we're not just completely on one side and then we look stupid. But No, I, if we do that, then, like, it is what it is. Like, these teams, like, either of these teams This is win. probably the most even Super Bowl since. The, uh, it's been the, a while. It's the, been a while. Not the Broncos, Panthers. No, because well. you had you had freaking paint. It's been a while. Uh, I don't know. Steelers, Cardinals. Maybe Steelers, Cardinals, Packers, Steelers. That yeah, it probably, it's probably the Packers, Steelers. Yeah, um, but like I said, like you just it's Brock Purdy, dude. Um, this this whole game is on Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock, and Brock you know, it, I, I'm scared because if he loses this game, the amount of People yeah. that are gonna shit on him and bash on him are gonna be like crazy. Well, it depends. To be fair, that does depend on how he plays. If he loses, if they lose in thirty-eight, thirty-five, wasn't that the score of twenty twenty? I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a pretty decent game. I don't think you'll get any hate towards him because the defense gave up thirty-eight points. Yeah, but I could see the Chiefs winning because Mahomes in the Mahomes in the Super Bowl is something else. Yeah. You've seen besides that Super Bowl when he played Brady, mm-hmm. but that that wasn't really his fault. That was because their whole offensive line had COVID. But yeah, I'm just I'm super excited about this matchup. Um, I I want the Niners to win. I just think that the Chiefs are more experienced. They've been um, been there before. They just have a more experienced quarterback. Um, and the top three tight end of all time with them, and their defense is playing outstanding. Um. Yeah, I just think the Chiefs won this. I think Brock Purdy doesn't play as nearly as good as he has all season, and I think that's going to come back and bite them. Well, last football game of the 2024-2023 season, and I will get a list pulled up here for our next segment here. We are going to grade the head coach hirings. Yes, yes. Okay, let's just go to the head coaches. Okay. On ESPN here. All right, the first team we're going to go over here is the Washington Commanders, who have more recently hired their coach. Dan Quinn, former uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator, former Falcons head coach. Yeah, um, he was, yeah, uh, 
not I I personally grade this a C plus. He he wasn't really that at Atlanta. Ever since they blew that Super Bowl, he wasn't really a good head coach. Yeah, but he the thing with Dan Quinn, okay? He was very, very consistent with the Falcons. Yeah, I don't like, know he about was always him, yeah. he was always a top NFC South team when he uh, was a head coach for the Falcons. Um it's not his fault that he got fired slash resigned. He was dealing with an old, old, old Falcons team. But yeah. like you gotta think what he was like how good he of a coach he was when he had Roddy White, yeah. uh what uh Julio Tony I, I want to see him with a and, with a young younger team. I want to see what he does. What do you mean with the younger team? This team is super young. What? This team is super young. Yeah, the Commanders. I want to see what he does with the team that's basically in rebuild mode. Oh, you you're, yeah, you're with, with new with new player. with new yeah. ownership. Yeah, but I I I think you know, and he he was the best defensive coordinator in the league, arguably. Yes. And, um, until but, the playoffs, it's like you could argue Spagnola for the Chiefs, but Dan. I mean, I, it's going to be interesting to see how he does rebuilding a young team. Yeah, he, I mean, he has proven that he can coach winning teams. So yeah, and the thing that hurts him is that he's in one of the toughest divisions in yeah. the NFL, and we don't know what their quarterback situation is. I think they're. I mean, they also did hire. They also did hire. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. Yep. So, you know, maybe you could get that one to two swap. Yeah. Maybe um, you get Caleb Williams because Caleb Williams really wants to play for Cliff Kingsbury. Yep. Which we'll talk about next week. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just going to be very interesting. I'll probably say uh, B minus C plus, like you okay. said. Um, not horrible, but, like, you know, you probably could have, you know, promoted uh, Eric Bieniemy. I like him. Um Yeah. But now I mean, we're, we're, Belichick's we're, still a free agent. Head yeah. coach. Like, I, I personally, what I think he's going to do, he's going to be a bro- analyst for a year. And then I guarantee you there'll be a better job open up next mm-hmm. year. Yeah. We'll talk about Bill Belichick in a little bit. The Seattle Seahawks hire their new head coach, the new youngest coach in the NFL, oh, uh, Mike McDonald. Uh, he was the Baltimore's defensive coordinator. Baltimore's defense really had to step up this year with Roquan. Mm-hmm. Well, and they had a Roquan Smith last year at the trade deadline, but mm-hmm. but yeah, they've been like consistent top five yeah. defense in the last two years, last yeah. three four years. I, this is a personal. I think this is a good hire because this is this is a young core team mm-hmm. uh, that is going to be really good in the future. And what what was yeah. the Seahawks' one problem these last couple of years? Their defense. Yeah, and as and long getting as they're defensive oriented oriented coach. Yeah, I think um, Seahawks have been a defense away for. Yeah. And like time. the good thing about this is, um, you saw this with the Rams. Like he, the coach is gonna grow with the team. Yeah. And like you get that, like you got that team chemistry. It's gonna be good. And the Seahawks are not a bad team by any means. No. Um, like, they just play. They just played in the they're tough always, division. They're always team. one game away from being in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but they last always, year they made know, the playoffs. Yeah, but they always end up, you know, just choking at the end of the season. But, but it's because their defense and this this guy can. If he can rebuild that defense, get the right personnel in there, they have a good draft with defensive mm-hmm. focused draft. I think this could be a really good team next year. Yeah, he Carroll is still part of the franchise, right? He's, yeah, he's like a higher up now. Yeah, but I, I think this is a, a B, B, B. I, I I'll say especially a B. especially when you have especially so him being still there, he can still be a mentor for Mike McDonald. 
If you have a coach like Pete Carroll, that could be yeah. a mentor. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons, they fired Arthur Smith, now Steelers offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And they have hired Raheem Morris. He was the Rams defensive coordinator. Damn, this dude, he was a former head coach. Oh, wait. First and former head coach owner. Was hired. Wait, first, making him the first former NFL head coach owner, Arthur Blank. Has hired in his 20 Uh-oh. plus year tenure. He was the first full time black head coach in the franchise's history. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Raheem Morris. Um, where was he at before? Uh, this marks a return. Uh, he might have been at Georgia. Oh, I think he was a defensive coordinator at Georgia. Yeah, I think he was a defensive coordinator at Georgia. I mean, oh, wait, he was Atlanta's interim coach for 11 games in 2020 after. It fired after they fired Dan Quinn midway through the season. How ironic! But he went four and seven. Uh, was not given the full time job and said the Falcons hired Arthur Smith. So uh, kind of like double doubling down. They shouldn't have fired him. That'd be like the Raiders hiring that one guy. Um, well, I forgot his. We we literally had this. We talked about this before. Trisha, Mike, Mike Mike McNeil. Yeah, whatever whatever that dude's name is, but. Yeah, um, I'm excited. He's also relatively young as a NFL head coach, so I think this is a great hire for the Falcons. I mean, I I would have just preferred Vrabel or Belichick. Yeah, I mean, obviously for all these, but the thing is, what he said, his own words said his his offense is going to utilize Bijan and Bijan and Jerk London. Yeah. You notice who we didn't mention? You notice who we didn't mention? Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Kind of weird, right? Texan, maybe? I don't know. Um, Dude, what would you do if you traded for him? I'd be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think I think it's you know good that you kept it within the system. It's going to be interesting to see how they do, especially with a, an uh, This is kind of weird. Weak like, NFC. It is very so. weak, and it's very like an a very old league, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. Saints are pretty old. I think the youngest team is the Panthers, and they're Pan- you know shit. Panthers are ran by trash. It's a trash organization. Yeah, and like you know the the Bucks are probably the second youngest team. Yeah, you know, um, led by Baker, who probably is going to get their big extension, forty five million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting, but yeah, I mean, this is all right. Hiring, it's gonna be interesting to see how they yeah, do. How, with that how that offense develops. Which, I, I mean, think- like. Any year, like they're contenders for their division. Yeah, they could be. They could be in a quarterback quarterback hunt because I don't think Desmond Ritter is not the answer. Hell no, Desmond Ritter is a a running back. Speaking of a trash franchise, I talked about this guy earlier a couple weeks ago. I said he is a potential name to watch. He was the Bucks' offensive coordinator. The Carolina Panthers hired Dave Canales, Canales or Canales. I don't. Um, he was offensive coordinator. He helped revive. He Baker helped Mayfield's revive career? Baker Mayfield's career and Geno Smith's career. Mm-hmm. So I told it. I said here he's 42 years old. Panthers hope, like it says right here, the Panthers hope Canales can do for Bryce Young what he did for quarterbacks like Russell Wilson, Geno Smith, and yeah. Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So six-year deal. Uh, it's this, this team needs a lot. It's not he's not going to go in there and be a winner. Shout out Jarrell saying Mike McDonald's the goat. I mean. We'll have to see. I think he could be if he gets the right personnel in there. Yeah. He, he could be there a long I, I, time. Out of all the hirings so far, he's my favorite one, to be yeah. honest. 
besides maybe the Harbaugh, but everyone saw Harbaugh, so. Yeah, so. Speaking of Harbaugh. Yeah, speaking of, we didn't grade, we didn't grade the last two. When did you grade the Falcons? C, C plus. Uh, I'd, I'd say C plus as well, and I grade this. I think he's a good coach, but I'll B. give I'll I'll give it a B. He's a good coach, but that franchise needs a lot done. Yeah, there's so. a, there is more wrong with the owners than yeah. their the team. Speaking okay, of Harbaugh. Well, speaking of Harbaugh, the Los Angeles Chargers fired Brandon Staley, I think and we, they we hired. Knew, we knew this. Yeah, we knew, we this knew inevitably this was going to happen after um, he won the championship. I think this is a B plus A minus. I, I think this is an A higher. For the Chargers, yeah, I'm mean, I'm being like generous. I'm being like you know like safe with it. Um, the good thing about this, Jim Harbaugh has proven to be a winner every stop, every yes. place ever watched. San Diego, uh, Michigan, Michigan, 49ers. Where Stanford. what did he coach? Stanford, Stanford. yeah. Uh, but I think he's he's gonna be a good head coach. Yeah. I I think the Chargers. We've said this earlier. The Chargers could be sneaky, a sneaky Super Bowl team next year. Oh, 100%. They've had the best roster in call, and oh my God, I almost said call in the NFL for the longest time. Just not a coach to, yeah, like, help them. like they, they have not been coached properly. They have a good offense. Their defense needs a little, but help. they miss, well, former Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter is going to the Chargers following Jim Harbaugh. So, okay. But I mean, yeah, they have all, like, Harbaugh has all the tools to make this team good. You have Derwin wow. James, Kenneth Murray, mm-hmm. Henry Totoa. Yeah, like this could be the best. I mean, even you know, offense. You have Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert. If you can re-sign Eckler, I don't know if Eckler wants to re-sign. I've seen Barkley to San Diego. Possibly, well, maybe, maybe. Uh, I have to see. You you get a good draft pick this year. Um, you can get yeah. you know, offensive line. You need the offensive line to protect Justin especially Herbert, especially with Corey Lindsley retiring. Yeah. Um. Do, uh, you maybe Quentin Johnston has a breakout sophomore year. Yeah, but I um, I I think I think this is an A plus higher A to A plus for me. I I probably say A. You know, just because everyone saw it happening, it's not like this was not absolutely going to happen. But um, we like, knew Harbaugh was going to go. We just didn't know it was the Chargers. Literally, we we had a good idea. I was going to go to the Chargers yeah. though. Like, yeah, we, you go back to like, a couple episodes of our podcast. We kind of. Said it yeah, we it, one of the podcasts we were talking about it, and then it literally ended. He literally announced yeah, like, like five yeah, minutes after we minutes got over. After, yeah. Okay, so the Tennessee Titans, they have fired Mike Vrabel and hired Brian Callahan, former Nebraska head coach Sean Sean Callahan, one of the Callahan, one of the Callahan's son. But I think this is an F. I don't think this is an upgrade. I don't. I don't either. I don't know why they fired Vrabel in the first place. I um, and plus this guy, he's he was running Zach Taylor's offense. He's he it's not his. Mm-hmm. When you're thriving and you're also thriving with the star quarterback and like Joe Burrow, who's yeah, and he, all that star-studded offense too. It's just yeah. like, um, I just I I don't, I don't like, like that they like it wouldn't be such a bad grade for me if they didn't fire Vrabel. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, the only reason why he's getting, I, I say it's a D, D plus. Take it easy on the guy. Uh, <laughs> I um, don't think it's a good I'm curving, I'm curving in BT. I'm giving him the curve. Um, <laughs> I just, I hate that they fired Vrabel. I'm surprised he hasn't been picked up yet. I'm surprised he isn't a head coach for a team. I think he will probably sign somewhere as a defensive coordinator of some type. 
And I think um, he could be signed immediately as a head coach next year. Yeah, a hundred percent. Depending on what opens. Um, like I, I would a hundred percent take him to be like a Steelers linebacker. Maybe, coach. maybe, maybe the Steelers. Maybe this is Tomlin's last year next year. And well, Steelers. Like I just said, I'd be so happy to hire him as our a defensive specialist. Like a what about potential coach. head coach? I'd, I'd hire him as a potential head coach as well. He was a former Steelers linebacker. He started off his career. I mean, to Pittsburgh. be fair, he did play for a lot of teams. No, he didn't. Pittsburgh. Patriot. Didn't he play for the Patriots? Yeah, he only played for the Steelers and Patriots. Well, two played teams for like... a lot of teams. That's a lot of teams. <laughs> the fuck? No, it's not. Fitzpatrick who played for like 15. Well, that's a quarterback. <laughs> All right. Well, Las Vegas Raiders, they... A. What? A. A. Yeah, they, they actually learned from their mistakes they made in... Yeah, and like, 20... we've been big, we've been big, we've been big Antonio Pierce advocates. Yes, we should. They, like, they should keep him. That yeah, they, they had a winning. they had a rebound from when they fired Josh McDaniels. They yeah. rebounded back up to. Mm-hmm. And like we've we've talked about it before, Pierce is a type of guy that will like, you know, yeah. he's a, he's an emotional head coach. He's like, uh, I we, the Raiders players like him. Yeah, uh, this... Max Crosby is a very big fan of him. Yeah, they, but the Raiders just need a little bit more pieces. I think they could be a quarterback away, honestly. Yeah, they're good. They're a good defensive team. Uh, it's just their offense, dude. They they need a quarterback. Yeah, basically, they have Josh Jacobs. You quarterback and offensive line. Ultimately, it's there. There are a few pieces away. I, I'm not gonna say like there are a few pieces away from having a few pieces away, but they are a few pieces away from having a few pieces away. You know, what <laughs> okay, I mean? you said you said that a lot, but anyway, this well, is this is this is a division that. that is looking for a solid team, a solid second place team. Yeah, you could see I a potential this division. If Chiefs and Chargers, if the there. rumor if the rumors are true, this could be Andy Reid's last year in Kansas City. He could Maybe. up and retire. Mm-hmm. So, which means you could have this whole division will be full of. Either first year head coaches or second year head coaches. Yeah. Next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like this hire though. Like yeah, I said, I like, I like we, this hire. You and I have been big advocates for him this year. Yeah, a relatively young guy too. I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not that old. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I already have this. This is an F for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't think this is an upgrade at all. I would have just stayed another year of Belichick. Yeah, I would agree. Well, that I, dude. You're like, like you had Vrabel, a dude yeah. who knows well, the. What one did they fire Vrabel? That he could have easily gotten hired. I think there, there he was in the window where he could have gotten. He could have signed with the. Pick. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. You um, had Vrabel. I think Vrabel would have been a good hire for this team, but yeah, they completely fumbled it. Robert Kraft, oh. that ownership fumbled it. Yeah, and I just when you have options such as Vrabel. Like you know, a guy who played for your team. I think Mayo played for the Pats as well. But um, you know, Vrabel has been proven to be a good defensive coach. He's been proven to um, coach young teams. I mean, look what he did in Tennessee with like yeah. with Marcus Mariota as his quarterback. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, just I, think, I, I think the this. the problem is I don't think they should have hired Vrabel. Or they should have hired an offensive-minded head coach because yeah, the maybe. Patriots' defense has not been the problem. In and Jerron I mean, Mayo wouldn't have yeah. left. Well, and it's hard to win when you got Bailey Zappi and Max. Yeah, that's why you need you need an offensive you need an offensive coach. Yeah, and like 
that offense that, that, that offense is, that offense is a clusterfuck. They have absolutely no weapons behind maybe Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, and um, the, yeah, it's it's just very unfortunate. I think the page. I don't think the Patriots are going to do absolutely. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league in the upcoming years. Um, Once again, yeah, they're going to go back to pre Drew Bledsoe days. If you know, you know. Um, but I just, it's it's not looking good. Yeah. Okay. Well. You know what this? You know what this moves us to? We said we were gonna look at our uh, predictions. Yes, sir. Let's see if I. Can... I have your predictions up. You... Oh, you do. Yeah. You send them to me. Yeah, I'll send the pictures to you. Oh well, I have them right here. Okay. I'll just send my mid-season ones. Uh, I I have my mid-season and preseason. Oh, uh, you want your mid-season? I don't think uh, I have your mid-season. I have okay, my. Okay, then mid-season. I'll look at mine. Okay, That's fine. I'll scroll down. Okay, so you want me to scroll before up? before we get started? Like a lot of this, like especially the preseason lists, are impacted by injuries. Yeah, because we both had yeah. the Jets. Jets doing very good, especially cool. one of us. Yeah, God. Um. Okay, I have both of our awards right here. Okay, so so. For MVP, I we both had Jalen Hurts. That's obviously wrong. Lamar Lamar yeah. Jackson's gonna Lamar's... win the MVP. Yeah. Okay. For my def- for my offensive rookie of the year, I had CJ Stroud. Yep, he's so locked. I'm I'm locked in for that. So that's yeah, one out of two for me. Who did you you had Bijan? Uh, I had Bijan. Which I mean, to be fair, if they would have utilized him, do you think he would have had a case? Uh, maybe. I've what do you mean? Maybe. <laughs> I mean no, because it's CJ Stroud season. I don't well, think. I know. I know that, but like you have to think that like he would have had a much better case if Arthur Smith would have fucking played him. Hey, Stuber, you got a request? A request? Dude, Logan, get out of here. I you can you can comment that on my OnlyFans, I right, buddy. Okay. Okay. So aren't okay? We disagreed here. Again, for the defensive rookie of the year, it's looking like Will Anderson is going to win it. So I picked Will Anderson. Is he? Is he? You picked Jalen Carter. Hey, who won? Who won Fox Fox Sports? It's Fox fucking sports, dude. Like the fuck. Like hey, he also predicted T.J. Watt winning. Is he going to win? Probably not. It's probably going to be Miles Garrett because the NFL dick rides him. God, don't even get me started. Okay. But yeah, I I had Jalen Carter. I think it's either Jalen Carter or uh, Will Anderson. I think so, it's gonna be Jalen Carter though. So That's for comeback player of the year, we both have the same thing. We both had Cooper Cup, but uh, I don't think he came back early enough. No, and I also think that like if it were to be a player outside of Cooper Cup, it's probably Flacco. But I honestly think it should be Flacco. I think it should be Baker. I think it should be Flacco. Flacco or it? Baker? I'm fine with Flacco or Baker. Baker but, won the Fox Sports one, dude. Just. It's because, like, the, also the Fox Sports also ride dick rides NFC teams. Okay, Tell me but later. I don't, I don't care. I think it, it's it's either Flacco or Baker. I don't care. As long as it's not Demar Hamlin, I don't care. Damn, it's kind of fucked up. You kind of wish he died. Whoa, BG. I did, I did, I did not say that, but I, I just <laughs> don't think he should win it for making one tackle and at failing to execute a fake punt. Yeah, but 
Okay, for our defensive player of the year, this is part of the preseason predictions that's not going to work out because we both had Sauce Gardner. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it should be T.J. Watt. Uh, yeah. It'll probably be Miles Garrett. Like, would you agree it should be T.J. Watt? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just very stupid. It pisses me okay. off. Okay, <laughs> coach of the year. I want to go for. I want to go for your coach of the year first. You had Mike Tomlin. <laughs> to be fair, this was when. Uh, this was when. Uh, the Steelers' offense was looking amazing in the preseason, and you, can, you can't preseason. lie. You can't lie for the amount of shit he had to deal with this year. Like you could, you could arguably argue that he's like top five for considerations with the shit he had to yeah, deal with all I his mean, quarterbacks and fucking Matt Canada. I would consider my guess a little closer here. Well, yeah. I had I had Dan Campbell. But. I think I personally think he's gonna win. So him or Demarco Ryan's? I think Demico Ryan's. Demarco Ryan's or Demico? Demico. I think he Demico. should win, honestly. As you said, Fox rides NFL teams, NFC teams, but who won their coach of the year? Yeah, true. But I just think Dan Campbell. I think I it'll think, either I be think the reason for this. I think that Demico Ryan's has the upper hand because no one thought the Texans were going to do this good. Yeah, but, that's that's like, why Lions, he should win it. The Lions were like, I don't think they were expected to be this good, but they were expected to make the playoffs at least. They were expected by me to be this yeah. good, but um, B two. <laughs> Let's go to our. Uh... Okay, I'll go with my AFC playoff picks first. Mm-hmm. Number one, I had the the Jets. Ooh, that's zero one. Ooh. Number two, I had the Chiefs, so that's one and two. I'm one and two on my playoff picks. Mm-hmm. Then I had the Bengals, one and one and three. That's injury. Injuries fucking killed that. Uh, four had the Jaguars. They choked. Biggest one and choke. Four, choke, but it's also one and four. Five had the Chargers. <laughs> one and six. And then six and seven, I had two teams that were in there. I had the Bills and the Steelers, so I finished three and seven in my AFC picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, Stu, go over your. Go over All your. right, so uh, mine was a little better. Uh, was it? No, I think we had the same teams. I think we both. Yeah, it was the same team. So my number one was Bengals, um, injury prone, obviously. Yeah, like we said. Um, two the Bills, which I think they were the two seed, weren't they? Yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah. Yep, they were. So I got that spot on Chiefs for three seed. I got that spot on. Let's go, BT. Uh, four the Jags. Oh, they choked the fuck out of their season. Five Jets. Obviously, they injured a a run. Uh, six Steelers. Which I mean, hey, they were the seventh seed, so hey. Uh seven was Chargers and you know. I'm pretty sure though, for the midseason predictions, which I'll say after the NFC and our Super Bowl predictions for uh preseason, I'm pretty yeah. sure midseason was a hell of a lot better. Well, obviously it should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for my NFC, I had number one team being the Eagles. Mm. Uh, that's that's one and oh. Number well, two. yeah, for like making them, but they do. They one out of one. They're the biggest choke yeah. season. <laughs> Number two, I was high on the Rams. I picked mm-hmm. the Rams to be in the playoffs, but I yep. had them in the two seed. So that's two for two. Mm-hmm. Lions, I had them as a three seed. So that's three for three. Okay, my first miss, I had the Saints. Um, but I, I think fair, we just we thought Derek Carr would have a lot better season. Yeah. 
That team that team had all the talent to win that division. Damn, right? you were hella low on the Niners. I had the forty. Well, no, I just I was high on the Rams. I think they were. I think I had them at eleven and six and twelve Dude, you and five. Forty Niners a fifth team. Yeah, the- that's the best thing they can make because the they didn't win the division. Ah, that hurts. I still have the Forty ers in there, so that's that's four for five. Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins' injury really derailed that. Honestly, and then seven oh, the out of Cowboys played good too. So, so I had I was five out of seven there. Yep. So for my NFC team, I had dude. I did pretty good. I had mm. Eagles number one, um, Niners two, Lions three, which I predicted perfectly. Uh, Saints four. I was just you know I thought Derek Carr would have a better season. Plus, I don't think any of us saw that Baker was going to play this good for the Bucks. Uh, five Cowboys, six Seahawks, and then seven Giants. So I think I went. What'd you go? Five and seven. Yeah, I think I went four and seven. What did we do though? Mid season. Yeah, what week was that? Um, that was week. But that was our preseason predictions. Um. Oh God, I'm trying to find my. Gosh, BT, always gotta help you. Always gotta help. Less... Sorry, it's an amateur hour here. Can't you tell? Uh, week nine podcast episode nine. Oh, that's great. Okay. I think I okay. I did it off my memory, so I don't have any of my stuff. Oh my gosh, BT, amateur hour. You should have gone back to the podcast. Well, sorry, sorry, Steve. I'll just say mine first. Yeah, I think we had similar anyway. All right, so my MVP midseason prediction was Josh Allen. Um, He's a finalist, but I don't think he's going to win. Yeah, my offensive player of the year was Terry Kill, which I think will go to Christian McCaffrey. I think I said said CeeDee Lamb. This is when Tyreek uh, Hill was on pace for 2,000 receiving yards, though. So Yeah, I, yeah, I said C.J. Offensive yeah. rookie of the year, midseason prediction was C.J. Stroud. So I, I think I just had that, and I think yeah. I stayed with Will Anderson. Defensive rookie of the year, I said uh, Jalen Carter. Defensive player of the year, I said Miles Garrett because, you know, the NFL dick rides him, and they hate T.J. Watt. Um, comeback player of the year, DeMar Hamlin. Obvious reason because, you know, he yeah. almost died. That was before Joe Flacco or anything. Yeah, uh, coach of the year Dan Campbell, and then my oh we forgot to say our uh, predictions for the Super Bowl. Well, my Super Bowl was the Eagles and Jets. Jets, and with the Eagles winning, and I had Eagles and Bengals with the Eagles winning, so okay. we we're both completely wrong. Uh, my NFC champs were the 49ers. Yeah, I think mine. I think I think I had the Lions. Yeah, AFC champs. I had the Ravens, which I think you did as well. Yeah, and then my Super Bowl champs were the Forty ers so it could still happen. I think I had the Ravens. Amateur hour, you little bitch. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, My AFC midseason prediction was the Ravens won, so check that. Uh, Chiefs two, which they were three. Dolphins won. Dolphins. Dolphins were six. Um, Texans four, so A, A, your boy. I, I think I have the Texans in the playoffs too. Yeah, Jags five, 
Browns six, and then Bills seven. So the only team I had wrong was the Jags, and that's when I thought. And I remember, yeah, I, that's when they were like really, really elite. Well, and this was this is when I said like I just think the Steelers are choke at the end of the season. Remember, because this yeah. is when we were not doing very good. This is when we lost to shit teams. Then my NFC um, was the Eagles one, 49ers two, Lions three, Saints four. Cowboys five, Seahawks six, and then Vikings seven. This was when the Vikings were playing hot with Josh Dobbs, and this was all before uh, the Bucks started winning games and the Packers started winning games. Yep. Um. So that will move us on. To... Sorry about the the lack of BT's list amateur hour. Sorry, I've been busy. I want you to apologize to the viewers. And I'm sorry, well, viewers, for not having my right list in the right. camera, right into that camera. I'm sorry, viewers, for not having it ready. Don't say it like that. You made yourself zesty. Okay, Stewie, it's your Pacers week. The Pacers went two and two. Mm-hmm. With a blowing blown game against the New York Knicks. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be fair, if Halliburton would have played, and dude, I commented on Six Rings of Steel's story at Twitter. I was like, if Halliburton played, we would have won. And then he tweet, he tweeted back at me, yeah, but we played without Randall and. Uh, I mean, OG. that's fair. But you know, uh, we're not going to win that game if we allow Jalen Brunson to score forty. Also, um, we got out rebounded sixty to forty four. Isaiah Hardenstein have nineteen rebounds. Yeah, uh, Precious Achua have sixteen, and Josh Hart have twelve. Yikes. You're not going to win a game with like that. Uh, Halliburton only played 22 minutes. Uh, he went 15 points, five assists, four rebounds. So, you know, good game for him. But, but you said if you would have had him, you would have. If you would have played like the full game. He didn't play okay. the full game. He only played 22 minutes. Okay. Um, The Kings game. Ugh. Halliburton played, but he just plays shit against his uh, against former team. Former team, yeah. Um, Dude, it's. It's just the Kings are great, and we always struggle against the Kings. Um, yeah, not much I can say about that game. Um, now, what about your two wins? I mean, obviously, everybody beat Charlotte. So, yeah. talk about the Rockets game. Dude, we were losing by, like, 12. I saw that. I was watching. I was like, oh, my God, this is about and to be a fun we podcast. we came back, dude. We came back. Um one thing about these four ga- this four-game stretch is that Pascal Siakam, I think, is starting to establish himself and get comfortable on his new team. Um, he's been averaging like 24 or 21 points. What was his last four? So 29, 25, 22, 28. It's probably like a, what, 23-point game? Yeah. So he's averaging like 23 points per game in the last four. He's starting to really establish himself. Um we just came out of the second half just completely going off. Um, I'm happy for this team. Halliburton uh, played 29 minutes. This first game, you know, he's still on minute restriction, but, uh, you know, he's starting to get up there more. And, uh, dude, I'm just happy with how our team's playing with, you know, with the Hall- lack of Halliburton minutes and him on minute restriction. And we're also having lots, lots of injuries and, I'm just happy with how we're playing. Uh, once Halliburton comes back fully, I think, dude, 
we're gonna we're gonna be really good, and we're gonna like I said, I predicted us top four seed in the East. I realistically could see us doing that, uh, top five at the minimum. But yeah, I'm I'm super happy. Okay, um, so they ha- you guys have three games this week. You have Miguel, you play at home for the last time in a while mm-hmm. at against Golden State. Mm-hmm. Then you go to to Madison Square Garden to play the Knicks, and then you go to Charlotte. I don't know. So, realistically, right? Yep. We should go two and one at least. Yeah. Um, the Knicks. Every time we play the Knicks, it is a close game, so we could easily go three and zero. But yeah. realistically, I see us going two and one with us winning first Golden State. Unless Curry, you know, does Curry things, and yeah, and then uh, we should beat Charlotte. Yeah. There's no excuse for losing to Charlotte. So yeah. two and one definitely going uh, three going third. We'll be, if we do that, we'll be 30, 31 and 24 uh, at the All Star break. Or no, we'd be 31 and 24 going into the last game before the All Star break. All right. That will move me on to my Lakers, who went surprisingly went 3 and 0. I was, I'm shocked. We're riding a three-game winning streak, the longest winning streak of the season for us. You know, I predicted y'all upsetting the uh, Celtics and Knicks. So, well, not the Celtics. You you didn't well lock it up, but yeah, but I said it in the podcast. Yeah, because we were watching Ross and Reeves' big game. Austin mm-hmm. Reeves is a dog. I mean, should win, should win MVP in my Shut opinion. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Just because he went to Oklahoma, most improved player, maybe. But uh, uh, I don't think so. I think you know who I think has that locked up. Who? Kobe White. Oh yeah, that's fair. But so we went three and zero. Like we said, you should win against Charlotte. Won against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Then then you upset you upset the Celtics without AD and LeBron. Mm-hmm. And then you beat the Knicks, and that was just a that was just a good game all around to watch as a to watch as a fan in Madison uh, Square Garden. A hot Knicks team too. Yeah, that that we snapped our. They had how long was their winning streak? They were. I don't remember how long the thirteen winning streak maybe. Was. Yeah, I they think. had they had a really big winning streak. They're like thirteen and two in their last fifteen. I know that. We re- we really put the clamps on. Uh, Jalen, yeah, Jalen Brunson, dude. Also, you got dude, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, he. Do I hope we do not trade D'Angelo Russell? I will be absolutely pissed if we trade him within the next twenty four hours. Because I guess that's when the trade deadline ends in 24 hours. Yep, tomorrow. We might, we might if a breaking. If there's, big, a, if there's a huge trade, you know, if yeah, like, we, have a Dejounte Murray trade to uh, the Lakers, we, we might make a YouTube video about it. Might not be a YouTube video. We might just do a quick YouTube live about it. Okay. So we can answer viewer questions. <laughs> but um, we'll just we have, go over. Yeah. What, we have, what, what you worked? How? When, I work. I work seven to three. We'll we'll talk about this later. Um. So we have three games, just like just like the Pacers. Um, Tough stretch. We played, we played Denver, Denver tonight. Oh wait, no, Denver tomorrow. I think if you want to see something cool, watch that Denver game tomorrow. Uh, they are unveiling Kobe Bryant's statue outside mm-hmm. of Crypto. They're wearing the Mamba jerseys. They are bringing back the black Mamba jerseys. Last, you know when that was last worn? NBA, NBA. Western Conference Finals 2020 when AD hit the game winner on the Nuggets. Um, if you remember that play. 
Uh, then you play New Orleans. Uh, you play the. This is a game. This all these games are in LA. You, I, I agree. Same thing with the Pacers. I think we go two and one this week. But I can realistically see a world where we go three and zero, and we can go into the All Star break possibly riding a seven game winning streak. Y'all are, Girl, y'all yeah. are playing good basketball right now. Yeah, I, I so. just, I, I think, I, I, I don't want y'all to trade D'Lo. I don't. He's either. been so I, good. I, I, I like. I think I said this last pod. Last pod. I, if I will be pissed if they trade D'Lo. Y'all have like a tendency of trading him, and like while he's having the trading best. him, we've only because he's been on the team once, and we traded him for <laughs> Brooke Lopez. And oh my God, who else? He became an All Star in Brooklyn. So, oh my God, who else did we get? We gave up. Who did, who did we give up in that trade? Oh, D'Angelo Russell. Who else was it? I don't even know. It was kind of funny though. Because we got Brooke Lopez and someone else. Oh, we got rid of Luol Deng's contract. Or no, Mozgov's. We got rid of Mozgov's contract to get that. But um so I think we should go two and one. Yeah. Um, and then you have next week we'll only have one game to preview because uh, it'll I be have all- the tra- I have the tra- uh, the trade. Y'all traded D'Angelo Russell's of Brooklyn Nets for Lopez. Timothy Mozgov and the number 27 pick. Or, okay. No, we Los got Angeles. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma was that number 27 pick. They gave us yeah. the number 27 pick. I yeah. remember it now. We got Brooke Lopez and Kyle Kuzma. Kuzmania. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that will move us on to college basketball. Um, We'll go over We'll go over the Cyclones. Cyclones Fighting like here. a Cyclones. Hey, 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 BTA. Hey. Hey, Jackson Pavelski, Waffer transfer. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a it was a pretty good week. Um, that Baylor game, uh, it was wild, absolutely wild. We were down seventeen. We came back. We were winning by five. They came back, and then with like two seconds left on the clock. We pass it to Milan Mamikulovic. He shoots it from the logo. Bang! It's in. Only for it to not, not count. count. Oh. but it was like it was literally like a buddy hill. Don't oh. even don't even bring that up. <laughs> don't remind me. It was me. a buddy hill type play. I hate to say it. It was like a buddy. It was like the exact same spot too. BT. <laughs> don't remind me. But yeah, Baylor's good though. I think they're like the twelfth. We would have won the Big Twelve championship that year. They're like the twelfth team in the country right now. Um, go to the uh, box score, please. Box score, the Baylor. Por favor, yes, sir. Um, box score. Box score. Um, free throws. Oh, yep. Here we go. Fifty-nine percent. Not ideal. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, right? Go to the three points. Go to their three point percentage. Oh, not ideal. Come on, yeah. where's, where's that cyclone defense they're known for? Dude, no, nah, this guy, Jalen Bridges, always has a fucking clinic against us. Okay. It's annoying. Last year, he dropped like 25 on us. Who, where, was, did the guy not play that's supposed to be like a top five pick? Oh, no. Top. he's. I want you to guess which one he is. I. It's Walter, isn't it? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, Jacoby Walter. Mm-hmm. I think. Ew, what is, I hate that. I also hate that Baylor 
court view or whatever. Oh my god, dude! I texted Damien. I was like, I was hey, like, dude, here you go. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Have you watched it? No, let's watch it live. We're gonna get demonetized, but that's okay. Oh. It's okay. It's not blurry. We can't get demonetized. It was blurry. Well, it's on the ESPN app, so it's not like it takes. It's not like you. It costs money to have the ESPN app, so we're good, dude. It was just. It hurt. It hurt me real bad, BT. Here we go. We'll see it. Oh. Oh. And, uh, go back a little bit. Go back, and go slowly. Um, and watch, watch his hands. Um, um when he, when he receives, when he receives a pass, watch his hands. They might show it zoomed in. Go. Uh, yeah, no, that'll have a better It doesn't, view. it doesn't. But like, go to, nope, go keep going. Nope. Further. No. Like 120, 120. 120? Yeah. Watch. Okay. Watch when he gets the ball, he kind of fumbles it. Oh, that's what cost it right there. Yeah. Well, plus, like, so what happened was they missed the free throw, right? Yeah. And with there's like two seconds left, we didn't rebound the ball at first, you know, just to like so the clock wouldn't start. Yeah. And then we he touched the ball, and the, there was a shot clock error or a clock error, and so instead of giving us a two like a full two seconds, they gave us one point two seconds. And Yikes. if we had that two seconds, we would have won the game. So, it, I'm I'm happy with how we played against Baylor. Baylor's a good team, and I was telling Damien this the whole whole day. I was like, Waco is one of the tougher places to play in the Big Twelve, historically, especially us Iowa State. And then this game last night, let me tell you, hordes down. Um, dude, Dylan Desue, this game. Would have been like seventy to like fifty five if Desue didn't go off in like the last five minutes. I well, swear he had like like ten. Oh points. yeah, because they did not hit. A, I I saw they did not hit a three pointer until six minutes left in that second half. Yeah, and Dylan Desue just went off, dude. Like he had like I kid you not, like ten points in like five minutes. Damn. Yeah. Um. Uh. Shout out Tyree Sunner, dude. Getting that good conditioning in. <laughs> Getting that good conditioning in. Um, he, had, he had seven assists, though. I'll go and wow. give him props. Wow. Oh, wow. Hey. You know what? Tim Lipsy, better. Sure. Don't say sure. You have to he look is. at Steels. Go to Steels. Yes, he, he is. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah, don't ever say that again. We uh, held Abemus. A, a, yeah, I said like I said, I said this before. If you hold Amos, it, it, Texas's offense crumbles. Didn't you say last week too? You gotta contain Desue. Because then did. he like sauce you up. Yep, him and Amos did. Yeah, I said if you contain one of those two, you should be able to win the game. Oklahoma yeah. couldn't do that. But and like we we did a good job at containing. I I wish there was like a a score by or a play by like a play by play for Desue because the dude quite literally like had. Majority of their team's buckets. Take the last couple minutes. It was crazy. Oh, I'm on the first time. That's why. (sighs) Go to the second half and go like late game. 
It's just a Sue. Eight minutes made late. Oh, that's See, got like five minutes left. The Sue Sue, Wait, hold on. The Sue. Hold on. <laughs> no, it still goes up. Okay, right here. The Sue makes a free throw. Nine fifty-eight makes both of them. The Sue makes a three-point jumper. Yep. The Sue made jumper. The Sue made three-point jumper. The Sue made three-point jumper. The Sue made free throw. The Sue made free throw. And then Dylan Mitchell. Yeah, like, and then there's a jumper right there too. But yeah, like this game, like the score doesn't show how good we played against them. Uh, I'm pretty sure they only had like 18 points a half. Yep. Um, and like like I said, we played this good of a defense against any Big 12 team. I think we'll win. We're 17 and five. We're playing hot. I think I saw the. Uh, they had a. Oh my god. Oh my! I'm drawing a blank. They uh, Ken Palm, one of the rankings for how they rank college basketball teams. They said the game between Houston and Iowa State will most likely determine who the regular season Big Twelve team. Yeah, if if everything goes as like it's supposed to, then yeah, which scares me because I don't know if we'll beat them. But uh, our next two games, we got uh, before our next episode, we have two games we play. TCU this Saturday at Hilton. At Hilton. Cincinnati, right? Yeah, at Hilton. So and we beat TCU at TCU. So we really we we realistically should beat TCU. Okay. Yep. It's Hilton. We have not lost there all year. Uh and then we play at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a dark dark horse team. So I'm not overlooking them, but we should beat them. I say we we should definitely go two and no, but I'll be happy with one and one. Um, the Cincinnati game is like a sleeper game, I think, where I think Cincinnati could pull off a win. But uh, yeah, I think we go two and zero, one and one. But I think we realistically go two and zero. Okay, well, this week in Oklahoma basketball, Oklahoma. Actually, before, actually before we do this, I want to I want to give up. I want to do a moment of silence for one of Oklahoma Sooners' biggest fans, season ticket holder. Uh, Toby Keith, he passed away last night or a couple nights, Monday night. Yeah. Of stomach, his long fight with stomach cancer. Stage four stomach biggest, cancer. Biggest Oklahoma fan celebrity. I that he was one at the, every one of the biggest country singers of our generation. Yes. Uh, one of the last good patriotic country singers. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, passed away. Yeah. Uh, friends and family by his side. It's well, from what it sounded like, it was peaceful. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to. Thank you for everything you did, Toby. All the music you made, all the donation, all the donations you made to Oklahoma Athletics. Mm-hmm. And trust me, we'll definitely the music will continue to be played because yeah, yeah, your music will like all be, all will his all seven of his songs are in the top ten for country yep. listens right now. So shout out to like the first first uh, like uh first in my opinion first real party song country party song and Red Solo Cup. Yep. Yep. Um. And then we'll be drinking one for you on our twenty first for sure. I'll, I'll drink one. I'll I'll drink one for you on February eleventh for you, Super Bowl Sunday. But we'll go ahead and start with the game yesterday in honor of Toby Keith. They had if you I don't know if I sent you this, but did you see it with Oklahoma basketball where they had the guitar? No. Okay, I'll send it to you real quick. But uh, we played BYU, upset upset the Mormons. Something Mormons. I was thinking. You got us. Uh-huh. You got you got some revenge for us. Yep. Um, yeah. And Iowa State did something uh, Oklahoma couldn't do. You mean, oh, you mean 
Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, you scratch our back, we scratch yours. You scratch. So we upset. First. We we dominated really. Um, yeah. I'll you, I should be sending it to you. So they put where season where Toby Keith season tickets for basketball. They put a guitar there with a red solo cup and uh, a oh, hat that awesome. Toby Keith always wore. That's awesome. Um, but really, I I don't, I don't want to say they put this in honor of Toby Keith, but Oklahoma's players were motivated to go out there and perform. And they went and performed. They dominated BYU. We held uh, our defense really held BYU in check with their three point shooting. It was a close first half too. Yes, it was a really it was tied at it was tied at halftime, and we ended up winning by sixteen. They shot eight for twenty six from three, and this is a good three point shooting team. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the I more mean, experienced teams in the we Big didn't Twelve. Really, we didn't really, age wise. yeah, we didn't shoot, we didn't shoot any better, but we have free throw really, percentage though. Yeah, our free throw it has went up. Mm-hmm. Um. But we just had a really good defensive game in that second half and really held that offense to barely anything. And our offense really our, – our problem with Oklahoma is there our half-court offense is not very elite at all. I think that that's could what hold this team back. It's the same thing I said with the last couple, couple years. We just don't have an offensive half-court – a good half-court offense. Mm-hmm. No offense to our, our former high school basketball coach. That's what it looks like, honestly. <laughs> um, Oof. Yeah. Um, so, and that really showed. Uh, let me go back to this game right here. That really showed in our Saturday game against UCF. UCF is just a team that had, they had two seven-footers on the court at the same time. Yeah, two taco falls. Dude, it is, they, dude, they had like Five, six, nine people guarding our the offense. They're running a two-three zone. All the six, nine people had their arms out like this. There is nothing. I don't think well, UCF can... is not a team to overlook, dude. Like they're they they've upset good teams this year. The um, funny thing is, they had a player ejected for headbutting a player. Bruh. Oh. I mean, they're four and five in Big 12, 13 and eight overall. Um, but they're not a team to overlook. I mean, they've upset. Good teams like you know they upset right. Oklahoma, upset Kansas. Um, I mean it's just kept uh, it close with Baylor. There you go. We have they have this guy in Ibrahima Diallo. What's up with all these guys named Diallo from Senegal? <laughs> and you had this guy in. They had both these guys in at the same time. They had a seven footer and then a six eleven guy. Bruh. And then it's this guy, and then this guy was in most of the time too. Marcellus Avery. And our offense couldn't do anything. We don't have a. Somehow everybody in the Big Twelve has a seven footer, but Oklahoma, it's just god awful. And it. Oh, uh, we, we don't have a seven footer. Well, you guys have someone that's relatively close to that. Dude, our tallest player is like six nine. What's Omaha? He's six eight. No way! I thought he was taller than that. Uh no, we do have a seven foot player, but he was redshirting. JT Rock, he's a seven one center who can shoot the three from anywhere on the court. So yeah. So it's just the offense was not really okay. That. Six six ten six ten. Robert Jones is six ten. I guess. Yeah, we shot twenty for fifty four while they shot twenty for forty eight. Uh, they also had. I I do want to notice. There's a trend when Oklahoma plays on the road against Big Twelve teams. Um, they UCF had thirty two free throws. Um, we had. 22 and about six of those free throws came at the end of the game. So they nearly doubled us free throws wise. 
and this was just a piss poor offense. Like honestly, you had we had 15 turnovers. You're gonna you're not gonna win a college basketball game if you have 15 turnovers. Yeah. Um, it's not ideal. We have let's see our. Well, we have an easy win. I mean, this is the, this this is the this is the toughest six game stretch of our seven six six game stretch of the season for us. I mean, Bedlam is Bedlam. You're gonna have it's gonna it's an interstate rivalry. It should be an easy and win. The cool though. thing, yeah, it should be. We're in Norman. You need to win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would take one and one. I could see a world where we go and beat Baylor. Yeah, depends on what team shows up. Yeah, yeah. Um. But the cool thing is, to, speaking about Toby Keith, Oklahoma for Saturday, they will be giving out all the drinks. They will not be giving out souvenir cups. All the drinks they give out, even if it's soda pop, water, anything like that, it will be in red solo cups. So That's awesome, dude. Awesome. Um, RIP to that one is, of the legends. So. Yes, RIP to one we'll of the legends. We're going to look at Bracketology. Oh, yeah, we got to look at Bracketology. You're right. I'm, I'm just... Oh, Beachy's but, been out of it these last couple of weeks. Dude, it's... I have. So this was updated the fifth. So two days ago. Yeah, before nine thirty a.m. All right, if, Purdue well, this, is you're still the top overall seed. Uh, before we get into it, this was before uh, the Kansas was upset and uh, yeah. North Carolina was upset and BYU yeah. was upset. So okay, top overall seed is Purdue. First team out. St. John's Rick Patino's team is the first team out, and last team in replacing them from the uh, fellow Shaheen Holloway Hall. Sheen, remember him? Yep. Okay, on the bubble. Colorado is now out. Cincinnati is out. Kansas State is no longer. Well, I guess this was before. But Kansas State's no longer on the bubble. Um, Any surprises here? I don't think so. Wake uh, Forest being out is a surprise to me. They're, they've kind of a, they've, lost, they've been losing recently. Oh. Um, Ole Miss uh, being on here after their start. They have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think nothing, so. I think no, really surprised. Memphis is now out. Memphis, yeah, but we predict we predicted that before. They almost yeah. lost to Wichita State. Yeah. Okay, so you're playing games. Florida Butler, Washington State. I think this will be their first time back since Clay Thompson. Really? Is that is that true? Uh, I don't know. I I, I was, haven't heard I, of their. You, I haven't you heard. Search it up. You search it up. I'll, uh, no, I'll search it up on my phone. You can just yeah. look at the continue. Okay, so Iowa State is a four seed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then Louisiana Tech. They would be playing Louisiana Tech. The automatic qualifier out of the Conference USA. Purdue. They would, and then, and then Oklahoma is up to a six seed. Oh God, no. I don't want to be playing that. They have them playing the number eleven seed Grand Canyon in the first round. Oh, that would we we get murdered. Texas Tech, Big Twelve team, up to number seven. It'd be the first time since two thousand eight. Oh, that was before Clay Thompson. They didn't even make it there with Clay Thompson. Um, they, they sure have made a hell of a hell. TCU of is a ten. BYU is up to up to a six. Baylor moved up to a four. Um, Creighton down to a five. South Dakota, South, South Dakota State is in there. Yep. Kansas has dropped to a two. No, they were at a two. Never mind. Nebraska is up to a nine. And playing in Brooklyn. 
against UConn, against Clemson, that would be a good game. Um, I think Oklahoma would lose this game. I would, I would pick them to lose this game if they had to face them. Grand Canyon. Yeah, I don't think Oklahoma wins that game. Isn't Grand Canyon only lost like one game? Let's see. I guess we can look like two games, and that was to South Carolina, who was a really good team, and Seattle. Oof, (laughs) dude. (laughs) (laughs) They look good until that. Okay, here we go. We can look at this. Okay, for ACC, their locks are North Carolina should be in. Duke, Clem, or Duke should be in work to do. Clemson, still, Clemson, Clemson's Virginia, against, Wake Forest. Uh, slow down, God. Uh, Clemson, they had a big resume builder last night when they beat North Carolina. So, so. this was this was updated with North Carolina. They said oh, they still have work to do after North okay. Carolina, but it definitely helped them. Virginia Cavaliers, who was, I think one of their one of their key contributors is a Groves brother. Uh, his last year, really? Yeah, the the, the younger one, the, Tanner. Yeah, not Tanner, the other one, Jacob. Jacob. Um, Wake Forest, Hunter Salas, Virginia Tech, and then Big 12. You have two locks, Houston, Kansas. Should be in. Iowa State Cyclones, Baylor Bears, BYU, Texas Tech, TCU, Oklahoma. (laughs) Work to do, Texas, Cincinnati, Kansas State. Oh, boy. Locks. They do not have Creighton as a lock. I don't think Creighton's a lock either. UConn and Marquette. Creighton is high up there on... Should be in work to do with St. John's, Seton Hall. Really good conference here. Big Ten locks, Purdue and Wisconsin, obvious. Uh, should be in Illinois, Northwestern. Work to do, Nebraska, Michigan State. Then Pac-12, Arizona's lock. Pac-12, just a weak basketball conference. You have three yeah. locks here for the SEC, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn. And then whatever. American. Uh, do we care? About I do, dude. I do. Dude, Gonzaga not being Work able to, to do. Others should be in Indiana State. The Indiana State could be a sneaky good team. Dude, Indiana State has a legend on their team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see that photo of him? Yeah. Excuse me, what's your look-ahead game for NBA? My NBA look-ahead game of the week is tomorrow. Timberwolves at Bucks. Shut up, Siri. Okay. Two best teams. Number one in East, right? No. Yeah. no? The uh, Clippers are number one in the West. Fuck. Fuck the Clippers. I don't like. I don't fuck the Clippers and fuck the Celtics. I don't identify. I don't. I don't see them as NBA franchises, in my opinion. Uh yeah. So, um, Monte Morris will not be playing tomorrow. So, well, um, he was frustrated. So yeah. But this is you know, we always, we always say you know good. They're going to be good games. Um, uh, but you know you got one of the. Uh, two best defenders in the league, and Giannis and Gobert playing. Um, just two hot teams are playing good. I mean, the Bucks are playing like shit right now with Doc Rivers. Um, I t- I think the Timberwolves won this game. Uh, no. they've been struggling. The t- the Bucks really have been struggling recently, and I just like the Timberwolves this year. So yeah, I got the Timberwolves. What about you, BT? Um. I completely. I I think the Bucks win. I think Giannis has a big game. I think they need to bounce back. Um, and I think they do against the Timberwolves. This this could be like a considered a rivalry. They're only states apart, but in different conferences. Yeah, they only play twice a year. It's kind of stupid, but um, maybe maybe that's a good podcast idea. We should like redivision like the whole NFL and the whole NBA. That'd be interesting to do, but that's for another time. 
Yeah. Um, How about you, BT? What's your... Uh... Oh, God, I haven't even looked. I think I'm going to go, just because of the sentimental thing for me, I'm going to go with the rematch. The Lakers-Nuggets game? Lakers-Nuggets, yeah. Kobe Knight, uh, everything. It's just his statue being revealed, everything like that. Um, Lakers are hot. Mm-hmm. That was, this is two really good teams. Or If the Lakers can mm-hmm. finally get it together. And I think the Lakers could have revenge on their minds for the Western Conference Finals. Um, LeBron... Typically, when LeBron's playing pissed about something, he always plays well. Um, I think the Lakers win this game. They probably cover the spread at four and a half. If I were if I were a bet man, I could I could in three days. I would put money on the Lakers. Joe, I like the Lakers too. I just think with everything going on, I think I think I don't I don't think they want to lose this game. I no. you don't want to lose the game if you're doing this whole thing for Kobe. Yeah, because Kobe never lost to the Nuggets. If you know, you know. Western Conference Finals Um, But Subi, it's our favorite segment of the week Yes sir BT, what is it? Ready, ready, ready Yes sir, it is Locks Locks of the the Week week. Subi, you get once again one last week So Subi, just go BT's cold right now Cold like like Ice in the Antarctica Cold like like, You know what, we have you know what? Never, never mind. Just Cole, like BT's mom, making him do the dishes before the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Shout out, shout out, Sean. There, shout okay. out. Okay. Why? Is okay. She, is she okay. a viewer? Shout out, shout out, Lynette, Stewie. Yeah. All right, my uh, NBA locks of the week. Um, I got the Clippers over the Pistons. Clippers are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. That's on the 10th, by the way. Uh, are one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Pistons are absolute dog. And I like the Clippers over the Pistons. Uh, Bucks over Hornets on the 9th. Uh, Hornets are just struggling right now. I don't – get LaMelo out of there, dude. Get him out of there. Which kind of sucks. He's just on an extension. Yeah. But Bucks over Hornets. My underdog, I got the Lakers over the Pelicans – the ninth. On the ninth, yep. Um, I just like the belt. I like I like her on fire, dude. I like the Lakers, and uh, I'm right with them. And then I got the Kings over the Thunder on the eleventh, which I I I, I was kind of adamant about picking that. I, I don't think that was going to be good, but uh, all right, go um, go through to college basketball. My college basketball locks of the week. I got Sanford. Over VMI. Wow, yeah, worst worst fucking athletic structure in college athletics. VMI. What is that? Virginia, Virginia Military Mil- Institute. Institute. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. I got Sanford over VMI. Oh, <laughs> and then my underdog is actually tonight. Uh, I'm going with Sister Jean in the Loyola Chicago. Uh, what's her? What's her? Mascar BT Ramblers, Loyola Chicago Ramblers and Sister Jean over George Mason. Uh, that game is tonight. So, yes, yeah, okay. they're playing right now. Let's see if they're playing right now. BT. While Stewie looks at that, I will go ahead and start with my call. Loyola is gonna win, I'm winning by four with six seconds left. Okay, so. 
My college basketball. I'm going to start with my college basketball first. I have Duke over Notre Dame playing today, playing right now. Uh, I think Duke is winning. Uh, let's look. It's not going to load now. I think Duke, last I checked, Duke is winning 11-5, to and they are on an 8 nothing run. Um, and then on my upset, I have USC beating California tonight. California is one-and-a-half-point favorites. I, I just think – I don't know how. <laughs> it's because it's at Cal. Um, and then my NBA, I have one game playing right now. I have the I have the Cavaliers beating the Wizards, and they're yep, beating which them. Which is going to happen. They're winning by, by nine, nine. With 42 seconds left. Yeah, so I'm about to be one and zero, oh, and then Look I have us. the us one and oh. I also have one again tonight. I have the Kings beating the Pistons, and that plays at nine o'clock. Um, I also have the Lakers beating the Nuggets tomorrow night. I predict. I mean, I literally just predicted that. And then I have the Mavericks beating the Thunder on February tenth. Luka Doncic can have a big game, and Kyrie, Luka Doncic, and Kyrie being back together. I mean. They're deadly, but ultimately, hopefully, I go six and zero. Dude, definitely. dude, what the hell? Michigan just upset number eleven Wisconsin. Yikes! All right, well, that on that note, that will end episode twenty of twenty Sports episodes Club. already. BT. Yep, yep. I'll be a new man next next episode. Yep. 20, Twenty-one years old. Um, um, we'll get. We'll make sure that social media posts are up and uh, Spotify. Yeah, it is. Up. It is all updated. Uh, nine, uh, the yes, it 19th is all isn't, I don't think. Yes, it is. Look again. Amateur. Oh, talking shit, BT. It's okay. All right, that will end episode 20. Um, Sports Trivia will be uploaded later tonight. Yep. Uh, next week, we got Mock Draft Wednesday coming back to mock you. Mock Draft Wednesday. Oh, my God. We're stealing from Bengal. He's going to copyright yeah. us. Who cares? We're more popular than him. Mm, okay we, we brought our um, horizons yeah yeah um, he, do, he doesn't talk about other sports like we shout do. out bingo though we'd love to have maybe, you on the maybe maybe we might even do the mlb predictions next next week even though we know nothing about well, Dodgers I all the way i know nothing about the mlb give BT, me the bt a, re, a new new baseball fan yeah With the, you know what you know what i don't even have a team you know what whatever team gets the most likes in the comments i will root for him i'm definitely gonna comment on our own <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm gonna put the most random. Out. You know what? I thought you said you're a Texas Rangers fan. I changed my mind. You know what? Watch this. You're, this is a. This is a. Are you doing the random team spill? Okay. Here we go. This is this is the first. Okay. Okay. We're gonna do one team. Okay. This is a first. This is gonna determine my new MLB team. Okay. First team to get it done twice. Oh God! Uh, no, not the Astros. Oh God! Wait, did the Nationals? Nationals. I don't know any. Wait, was that twice? Oh well, I guess I'm like the fucking Nationals now. Well, we'll talk to BT about it. We got yeah. Stewie, Stewie's got to add. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There we go. This is more entertaining, huh? This is for your ADHD folk out here. Hey, that's not nice. I have ADHD. <laughs> oh, okay. Just okay. Okay. There you go. Last one. Here we go. Here we go. I actually sort of do like the Mariners a little bit. There you go. They just they just signed a 
Jackson Smith and Jigba's brother too. So I I don't know anything about baseball. This it's kind of like I'm learning the NHL. Shout out the Ottawa Senators, <laughs> dude. Penguins. Shout out the Pittsburgh Penguins. All maybe, right. Maybe eventually we'll do our MLB season predictions because that spring training is slowly rolling up. Yeah. yeah all we, all y'all need to know is that the Dodgers are winning it all. So no, I think the Seattle Mariners. Shut the fuck up. You're gonna fan for them for less than a minute, and you're already gaslighting them. Okay. Well, thank you guys for watching episode 20. We'll be back again next Wednesday. Uh, Valentine's Day special. Love special. Um, All right. We'll end it there then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please rate us five stars if you're listening. Um, Go check us out on Twitter and Instagram and Spotify. Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, uh, comment, do all that good stuff. Hit the bell to get notifications every time we go live. And we will make see sure y'all have a safe Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. St- stay smart. Do smart things. Don't do something stupid. Uh, stay safe okay, and have a good rest of your week. Yeah, see y'all.